So hey everybody, welcome back to Spinalpedia's um, Disability Employment Success Stories. My name is Tiffany Carlson and I am the Executive Director of Spinalpedia.com. So today we are joined by Doug Maurer from South Carolina and we are very excited to share his employment journey with you. Hello Doug, welcome. Hello. Thank you. Thank you for uh, Thank you. sharing um, your story with us. I've been friends with you for a while online, and so it's been fun to get to talk to you to see what you're doing down there in South Carolina. So let's start from the beginning. Um, let's talk about your disability. I'm not sure. Do you have a spinal cord injury? What's your disability? Yes, I have a spinal cord injury. It's uh, like T4, 5, complete. Okay. What was your injury? When was it? 1971. Wow. Okay. So you've been 40 injured for years. 40 years. And can I ask how your injury occurred? I had, I was riding motorcycles out in the farm field. All right. Oh, oh yeah. That's one of those injuries that you've heard about. So motorcycle accident, huh? you must've been a young man at the time. 13. You were 13. So yes. some of my questions then are going to be a little different since you were a, oh, you know, almost a teenager really. At the yeah. Time. I wasn't, I wasn't I didn't have a job. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff. No, but you were one of those kids probably was maybe thinking about getting his first job as a teenager. Did you happen to get a job as a teenager at the time at all? Probably when I was 18, I did a temporary thing at Sears. Okay. What was that? It was just a one-week assignment for uh, helping them with their inventory. We just added up sheets and numbers. Awesome. Cool. All we did. It can be intimidating when you're young and going into your first kind of job interview, not sure what kind of direction to go in. I was going to kind of start from, you know, when you're in high school thinking about what kind of career you wanted to do after you graduated, what did you end up doing? Did you go to college or what was your, um, what was your situation? I'm shamefully, I did not go to college and stay there. And <laughs> I still don't have a degree, but, um, I don't think I would recommend that that road for everybody because it makes things difficult. Yeah. Education, yep. it just opens some doors for you that aren't normally open. It can be tr tricky. So, what was your what was your what was your path? What did you end up doing? I I was I concentrated on accounting classes when I was in high school and okay. afterwards. But I I learned one important thing in the accounting classes is that I did not want to be an accountant. <laughs> That's important thing I learned. So you also uh, play a little bit with computers if you're uh, into the accounting yep. part of it. So the computers is what kind of got my interest and that's where I stayed. Oh, okay. So you started, so what was your first, so you, you were in college and then you decided to drop out and so then you decided, right. to get, so you decided to go and just get a job right away because you needed money, I'm going to guess, right? I didn't really need money because I was still okay. living with my parents. Okay. Um, I mean, I needed money. It wasn't <laughs> studying just mooch enough that I, I didn't need money, but I didn't um, have a lot of success trying to find something myself. Okay. That's what I want to yeah. talk about. So that's interesting, I think, for a lot of people out there who are disabled and looking for work. What was, so were you going to job interviews and not having any luck or were you not sure what kind of job to even interview for? Well, it was, I looked for jobs in the local paper, but I didn't really see things. I, I needed to find something that I could do. Yeah. And uh, I'd go in for interviews, but I never, never got anything back. And finally, it was a DVR that um, 
found a position for me with uh, Transamerica Insurance. Oh, cool. Had a big office in my hometown in Michigan. So that's, that's so cool to hear that. I was going to ask you, did you receive any state vocational supports in your job search? So that's exactly what happened. And so how did they help you exactly find that job? Did they make the connection and line up the interview or how involved were they with that? You know, I think they were involved 100% because, I mean, I wouldn't have applied for the job. I didn't even know it was there. Really? Wow. Just go in and meet the people. And I didn't really know, but they had it all set up, so they were they were hiring me anyway. So they were hiring you, and they wanted someone. And your the fact that you were sitting in a wheelchair really doesn't matter when you're doing work on a computer, right? Right. Well, those that that particular job was I was called an auto rater, oh. and I literally added up columns of numbers, and the total was what you owe on your car insurance. Oh. <laughs> and it was it was really boring. But oh, man. Some, some jobs are, you're starting out, you know, you take what you can get. You take what you can get. It pays, it gets nice to get that paycheck, even if it's not the most fun job. So that's yes. cool. So you got, you got your wheel in the door, so to speak, thanks to DVR. Right. And then you kind of worked your way up the corporate ladder, so to speak. Is that kind of what ended up happening for your career? <laughs> nope. No? <laughs> I decided that I'd been to enough, I'd been to enough work days and you just get time off. Okay. So I took so much time off that they wanted to put me on part time, and I, that kind of was a blow to my ego because, you know, I was a 19 year old male. Anytime somebody is any kind of rejection, it just cuts you to the core. You know, you think you're, you think you're doing a, an okay job because you only missed two days this last week. You know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can convince yourself of so many things. Yeah, that's not fair. I hear that often no. people have disabilities and they need to take time off because of their disability. And unfortunately, they it have wasn't to because of, it wasn't oh. because of that. It was. Oh, okay. I had, sorry. Actually, I had met my wife, and she wasn't my wife at the time. Okay. I wanted to spend time with her, <laughs> and uh, I didn't particularly care for the job. So. Okay. Uh, so then, DVR helped me find another job that was with a heating and cooling company. Okay. And I just, just to make a point for all of my interviews in the future, I missed yeah. one day the entire year. And that was because I had a temperature. So okay. I, that was kind of my way of saying, I'm done with that. You can count on me to show up. Awesome. And when I went in for interviews, then I could say that. So That's good. That's that good. That worked. That's a good way to say it because they probably are silently wondering that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I moved myself. DVR didn't help me. I, I uh, applied for a job with a, an insurance company that not Transamerica, but okay. really a competitor either because they were selling life insurance and health insurance. And I worked there for probably 12 years. Okay. Wow. Before I left. Yeah. That's a long time. So where are you currently? <clears throat> well, I took a stop in between in Orlando and mm -hmm. Pickens, South Carolina. I actually worked for a company that made Cirrus Craftsman power tools, wow. but I on their computer so it was always computer related jobs okay that's and good from up there I, I got I, as soon as I got there I started hearing rumors they were going to close okay. so I started looking for work and I found a job that had my I had all the, the qualifications that I needed for it and it was in Charleston and that's where I am today with the work with the Port Authority in South Carolina oh the Port Authority that sounds very cool yes. and official is that something to do with the Coast Guard um, the Coast Guard, we deal with the Coast Guard a little bit, but we also have U.S. Customs that we deal with. Oh, 
Okay, so what do you um, do in your position? I'm a database administrator. And that's not where I started, though. I, I, I was something they call a systems programmer. Okay. An assistance programmer deals with the operating system of the computer rather than the applications, I guess. So okay. if it was on a PC, that's not what I did. But if it was on a PC, you could say that I worked with the Windows or DOS. Yeah. And actually, but actually it was on the mainframe, and I was working on the IBM mainframe operating system that way so awesome wow and you're all you're all self-taught except for you know what calls classes that's really cool that's well awesome. when they they would recognize if you had an aptitude and they did because <laughs> you can get lost in a, in a, in a big place well, learning that learning that tech language isn't easy though you know dos and all that stuff it's true it's, true that's really cool it, that you it wasn't that. but i but i like that kind of stuff you know yeah. anyway they sent me to a bunch of classes uh the company i worked for did the the manufacturing company with the power tools sent me to some classes cool. i've done some classes working here i haven't been to anything in years okay they sent me to to learn the things they wanted me to be able to do so that's great so yeah. i want to i want to ask you just a little bit about uh reasonable like accommodations at work did you need to ask for any accommodations you know i didn't i i I went in specifically trying not to raise too much of a fuss. Okay. If I needed something, I would ask him. I mean, when I started working for that heating and cooling company, I couldn't even get in the building. Oh. And uh, I mean, I had to, I had to jump jump a curb and get on a, a landing, and then shove open the door to my right and do a pop a wheelie and turn at the same time while the door was still open. <laughs> <laughs> it was a mess. So that's funny. Did they eventually I, um, remedy that for you? Yes. As soon as I as soon as I got the job, I told them I, I really need a ramp. So okay. they, fixed, they took care of that. Excellent. I was good. That's good. So um, what do you like most about your job right now and being employed? I know that's kind of a, a, a large question, but if you could answer that, that'd be great. Um, the thing I like the most is getting paid, but <laughs> Um, I, I like the job because it's there's a lot of different things that I do every day and it's it's challenging you know you get to try to figure things out you have to be able to solve problems um, I just like that kind of thing it makes me feel at the end of the day that you've that you've accomplished something absolutely and also why do you um, think being employed with a disability is important, you know, for people with disabilities? You, because you leave the house every day and go to the office, right? Yes. Yes. I, <laughs> I don't know how to say this. I, from the time that I started working in job before I got screwed up with my, all my absences, yeah. um, they, <laughs> I haven't. There, there has never, I've never had a break in my employment. Okay. So found another job and I stopped working at one on Friday. I started the next one Monday. Wow. That's so crazy. Wow. I haven't had any days. There was actually, uh, when I came to the port here, I actually left my job in, in the upstate at the factory on Monday and started working here on Tuesday. That's pretty tenacious. <laughs> There's never been a... <laughs> A break in employment. So, so you're, you've been working hard for how how many years? Sorry. For, well, forty. That's I've cool. got twenty eight. I've got twenty four in here. 
I don't know, 40s, 42, something like that. How many more years do you plan on working until you retire? Well, they've got a retirement at the port here for 28 years. You get your full retirement. Nice. So I got more to go, which I'll also be 66 at the time, which Social Security wants me to be. All so right. I have both of those. Yeah. That's a good long-term plan. Awesome. Okay. Yes. So I have just one more question for you. Um, sure. what, ad what advice would you give to people with disabilities who are interested in working? You know, I, I've, I've thought about, I think about that quite often, you know, I've, I've done a lot of volunteering to do peer counseling and things, mm -hmm. but has ever asked me, <laughs> I can't get, I, I don't know, maybe I'm obnoxious more in real life than, than I think yeah. I, probably, but I would say, um, number one, you got to find something that you can do that's not beyond your capabilities. I mean, you're not, I'm not going to go out and run a crane, no matter how much I think, how, how cool I think they are. Yeah shipping containers, you know, mm -hmm. here at the port, but I can find something I can do sitting at my desk yep. and it pays well. There, there's a, I can see a clear road, a clear path to uh, promotions and, and doing other things that were harder and making more money. Mm -hmm. um, so you've got to find something like that, that, that you kind of like, that, yeah. I mean, you have to be good at it, but you also kind of have to like it a little bit. Absolutely. You need to be able to like what you're doing every day. You have to. You're going to hate you're, your life if you don't. Yeah, you're going to hate your life. But if you if you have a disability, reality sets in pretty fast and you, you lower your standards <laughs> to find a place that you can. Yeah, you know, you're after right. After a while, mm -hmm. you're willing to do just about anything. Yeah, yeah. That's a good advice. Don't lower your standards even if you feel like you have to, right? Yeah, right. That's, that's really good advice. Try to well, hang on. Yeah. Well, awesome. That's some good. Do you have any more t advice to share or is that it? Um, I, I always uh, was very careful about any jobs that I took. I made sure that I understand how their insurance worked before I did it. Okay. That I, could be, I would be included. I, I wanted to know exactly how long my pre-existing condition was going to be used against oh, any yes. claims that I filed. Yep. Um, I'll, I'll tell you a secret that most people, you know, you, you think uh, I had to use uh, catheters to cath with, obviously. Mm -hmm. I get those every month, and that, that's been that way for decades. Yeah. But when I'd go to a new job, I could put in claims for them. Or if I had, if I needed antibiotics because I had a UTI, mm -hmm. I could certain for I could get the doctor covered and I could get the insurance to cover my prescription and all that yeah. stuff because I didn't have that UTI when I started. <laughs> so, even though, <laughs> just, I mean, they never, they never blinked or said anything. I didn't go out and buy a new wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, um, so you'd have to make sure your equipment was kind of up to snuff and that you didn't need any major repairs before you, before I switched jobs. Absolutely. Good advice. Cool. I've always thought that was important. That's some great advice. I've interviewed a lot of people and that's, you're the first person to share that bit of info. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. All right. No. Well, I think that's all we have time for Doug, but thank you again for taking, you know, some time out from your work day to talk about your uh, employment with us. And I'm sure it'll help a lot of people listening. So thank you. Okay. I'm all glad right, to have help. Have a great night. All right. Bye. Thank all right, you. Bye-bye.